Yo, 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 and we are back. Yes, we are. Woo! We gave you a little longer of a musical intro there. We were trying to get hyped up ourselves. It's been so long. I don't even know if I remember what to do, what to say, or any of that stuff. <laughs> you and me both. I was like, let's see if we still remember how to do this. Yeah, man. It's, that is awesome. Well, Curcio, Diversity on the Hill is back on track. Diversity with the C. Oh, and where do you find us? Oh, diversityonahill at gmail.com is where you reach us. Okay. But where you find us okay. is on Apple Podcasts mm, or Spotify like or, or Google Podcasts. Or Anchor. Or Anchor. Or, or wherever just, you find most podcasts. That's it. I think we're about like eight or nine platforms wow. or so. Yeah. Wow. We've, we've, when we get 10, we've hit big time. Oh, well, actually, okay. we already hit over 1,700 listens. Whoa. How about that? Okay, that's pretty good for just our family listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that and a couple of friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We know there's a couple of good. friends out there listening to us. We hear from, from, from some of them, so yeah. that's always fun. So now on, there's another place they can kind of find us and see what's happening a little bit. We kind of post from time to time on the Instagrams. Yes, we do. On the gram? What, yeah. what do the kids call it? Uh, the do, gram? Do they call I don't even know if they call it. IG. IG. That's Ooh, what I I've like heard. That. That's what I've heard. I don't on, know. On the IGs, like we used to say, it's the OG. <laughs> That's it. We, we, we're the OGs now. <laughs> I mean, old geezers? No, no, Old no, geezers? No, Is that what no. OG stands for? I, I don't really know what OG stands for, but... <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't consider myself an old geezer, though. No, all right, all right, we'll whatever. All right. Well, I, I consider myself an old geezer. You know why? Why? Well, hold on. IG, same place. Diversity on a hill with a C. Oh, OG means original gangster. I, yeah, I knew that. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I really didn't really? know what OG stood for. Oh, man, that's totally, man. <laughs> there it is. Like 90s rap oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, isn't, that was kind of your jam for a while. It was, it was, it was. I remember, know I, remember I'm, you, I'm, you're still on the hook still, to, do a, to, to do a freestyle rap I, I, for us. I was about to say that. I, I you haven't need forgotten. To come, you need to come up with some rhymes. I guess it's not freestyle if you have to write it down. Yeah, that's true. But I still, I still want to hear this. Okay. He hasn't even shared it with me, folks. <laughs> so someday I'm still going to hold him accountable. I've been writing lyrics, so I guess oh. I guess I shouldn't write them then. No, then, no, no. Go ahead and write them. Write them first. Let's see, let's see your flow, and then we'll see if you can freestyle after that that would be very interesting we need to come up with a beat that's where the challenge is okay i want to i was uh listening to some of my old jams and mm -hmm. um so it'd be oj maybe, i don't know <laughs> so the idea is o original jams original jams yes. okay so the original jams uh, we better be careful with oj though because in the uh, 90s yeah, oj became yeah, quite that's, uh, that's, yeah that's not necessarily somewhere we want to go okay so the idea is i've been <laughs> listening i was listening to some of my old jams mm -hmm. and i was listening to some of those and i'm considering reaching out to some of those um recording studios to see if maybe i can use their song so we'll see really yeah because i think you might either have to buy the song or you know all of this who wants to buy that we don't buy stuff, stuff these days no I and mean, we just go on the youtubes and yes get it for free or somewhere yes. else well we try we try or, to be economical we shouldn't because then that is like no we do it in a legal way the oh, there you go, by the way the music that you hear at the beginning and in our in our in our things, we did get it for free, but we have permission to that use is it correct. for free. So that is correct. We are not uh, stealing anything. We're not pirates. No, we're, we're OGs, not pirating. Not pirates. All right. Well, hey, man, <laughs> it's been a long time. Yes, I'm so are glad you, to see you. Are you doing well? I am. I am. I like. Okay. I'm excited. Glad we're, we're getting started again. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm not going to lie. I am tired, mm-hmm. but it's just due to the fact that this is going to be a busy semester. Because you're an old geezer. I, that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I committed to support my <laughs> wife in her uh, endeavors as it pertains to her career. So nice. I um, wasn't this guy before. You, honestly, you weren't this guy before. What does I that wasn't, mean? I wasn't. You know what, what do you that mean? means? I don't know what that means. Is with the Hispanic background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was very. Um, the man is the one who leads his family. Mm, machista kind of mentality. Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 So, okay. so, so I've matured. I mean, been married for almost fifteen years. So. Now you're, enough. now you're willing to let her make more money than you. That's what you're saying. <laughs> good. I mean, that's a good plan. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when you're a pastor, it's not hard. Yeah. It's not difficult. No, not at all. But the, the truth is, I always wanted to offer my wife the opportunity to decide what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. She wanted to stay at home. She mm-hmm. wanted to work. She wanted to study, whatever it was. And um, now I feel like I'm I'm really committing to it, not just with my words, but my actions. Oh. And um, yeah, so I thank God that he's helped me mature a little bit. To that. Curcio, you are always kind oh, and always I growing. Always, I mean, man. you are you are you are the man. I'm I the need man. Jesus. <laughs> Especially and, this season. This right. season is gonna be very interesting. I don't know if you're all gonna keep that Curcio kind oh, totally. uh, moniker, but we'll I, see. I think it's impossible for you to be <laughs> Curcio not Curcio kind. How you feel it? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. We've uh it, it was a, it was quite a summer. I heard. And that summer Anything after summer camp is a break, even if you're working. <laughs> on a That's normal cool. on a normal week, you know, two three months from now, uh-huh. I'd say this week has been busy. Really? Yeah, but right after camp, I'd be like, this week was a breeze. It's, it's weird. That's how busy camp is. Well, that's true. And it if, is all consuming. Yeah, and I don't mean to, to interrupt you, even though I am right now. But, <laughs> but the so you do mean is, to interrupt? No, I. Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> you meant to because you did. The thought process is I was able to come out there a couple times, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, it's true. You know, you run all over the place, and you have an amazing staff oh, they at were great. camp. So I want to give a shout-out to those staff, what, what? Uh, camp staff that actually tune in, and um, your work is not in vain. You know, I have kids that I'm working with now giving Bible studies because of the work that they did at camp. So thank you for that. And, um, of course, we got to give a shout-out to PJ because he was all – over the place. I mean, you saw it. He was worn out sometimes and the Holy Spirit just gave him an extra wind of energy in some parts of it. I mean, if you don't know what kind of summer this was, you just don't know. And if you were there, you know, like it's like it's like that song. If you don't know, now, you know, you know, it's, just that, it's that kind of situation. But anyhow, just want to say thank you to PJ and again, all the camp staff, especially Alana, too, as she supports you and all this and your family. You know, because they, they she moved. more than supports me. She's in there. She's yeah, in there she, all day long. She is. I mean, but that's a great support, you know, yep. side by side. So, um, yeah, just shout out to, to Alana and, 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 you know, just awesome job. Well, I will say this most year, most days we say it, but this year was even more, more so when people say, Hey man, you did a good job and you did all this. I, I totally defer to the Lord because this summer, um, if you follow camp at all, you know, that it was challenging in, in many ways. Yes. Um, and I don't want to really get into that now. I'm, <laughs> no, st- no, I'm no. still processing no, some no, of no, some of the stuff that happened over the summer. But it was tragic. It was difficult. And but the Lord still blessed. And we'll we'll talk about that maybe at, at some point. But the Lord blessed. And I tell people, I just held on and uh, for dear life, I just held on, and the Lord drug us along. It was and, a ride, and, and, and it was a ride. It was a ride. 
Well, hey, man, let's get into this. Let's get into our, our conversation here because we've got a, a little bit to catch up on. It's been quite, Absolutely. you know, I, here's the thing. I will say this about camp. Sure. Though, no, it was very, very difficult. Yet on the front of news and political stuff and, you know, kind of all the stuff we normally get into in this podcast, yeah. I will say that camp was a shelter. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because at camp, I had no time whatsoever to look at the internet, to look at news. I mean, I just, I was totally consumed with camp. Wow. That I had very little, if any time on any day to like, kind of look at the news, look at the internet, see what's happening, see what's, see what's percolating in the political atmosphere, yeah. see what's on the Twitter spaces and, 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 and those kind of things. So I had no idea what was happening. Right? Wow. And I mixed in with a lot of young people from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. all kinds of backgrounds, ideologies and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when you're in camp, you have a, a singular purpose, right? Is to focus on these kids, to make camp run and to right. bring them to Christ. That's right. the singular focus that we, we should be having during the summer. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's what I'm preaching all summer to my staff. And they did a great job doing it. But it was a respite from all the political and social and all those strife because I had no idea what was going on. Instead, I was working with these young people. And when you're in it working together, no one's like when you're so busy and you're working for a purpose, you're not worried about what's happening outside of your circle. Mm, that makes sense. You're kind of into it. And I knew nothing. I came out of the summer going, man, what happened this summer? <laughs> like I had no idea what happened outside of camp this summer. Wow. So it, it felt to you maybe like you were inside of the Wakandan bubble. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> and as I was driving here, I was thinking about that. And it's so interesting how I feel like social media has uh, added fuel to the fire mm -hmm. of kind of discussions, but maybe in a more unhealthy way. Okay. Because now you can read what everyone thinks on every level. Oh my, yes. And it's like, it's there at all times. You could be like, huh, I wonder what's happening. I wonder what people think about it. Yep. As opposed to if back in like, you know, in the eighties when I grew up, I don't remember so much anger and strife and division. Yeah. It was still there, yeah, 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 but it wasn't as prevalent seeming on an everyday um, level. Right. No matter where you turn, you yeah. see it. There's no avoiding it. And, and I remember in college and in high school, I just didn't seem worried about it. But then I realized, well, we were just kind of in our own little bubble. We weren't worried about this whole long thing and, and people got along better. And it, it was weird how at camp, I didn't worry about all these things. And then after camp, as I started to read more, as I started getting ready for the podcast, I started getting upset about things again. <laughs> so let me, let me, let me rephrase what I said. There's no way around it. Yes, there is a way around it. If you're in your own bubble, you know, use that phrase, that terminology. And yes, the, I'm going to be honest with you too. After we ended last season and the lost episode is lost. I still haven't even found that. <laughs> that we have episode. a lost episode somewhere. <laughs> we do, don't guys. worry. Sorry it about that. Terrible. No, so it don't was worry good. About it. And that's where we were saying, Hey, we're going to be off for the summer and giving you the details. Cause it felt like we just left you on a cliffhanger. And again, I'm sorry about that. But unless you follow us on Instagram, we did give exactly, you a heads up. Exactly. Exactly. But if you don't, again, we're sorry about that. Glad to have you again. Um, but, but the thought process was I just unplugged, mm -hmm. like I didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily at camp, but the summer was so busy for me. We did go on a mission trip with, with yield and, nice. you know, we did a lot of different things and, but I never took a summer break per mm -hmm. se. Not that pastors ever take a break like that. Even if you're in a school setting or institutional setting, like I am here, but it was like, man, I just unplugged completely from everything that was going on in the world. But you still came to church and stuff, right? And we're yeah. still dealing with stuff. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I had that. Like, 
I dealt with camp and I dealt with some COVID stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I was able to deal with it in our bubble. Yeah. And the only time I dealt with outsiders was on registration day when parents came in. Right. <laughs> or whenever I dropped in. <laughs> oh, you, no, no, but you, <laughs> no, you know, no, we didn't talk about no, no, no. that kind of stuff. So anyways, it was just very interesting that I had a respite from that. That's nice. And I come back to the world and I find out, I start reading <laughs> news and I'm like, oh man. Oh, look, look. The this- Facebooks and the... IGs and the, the Twitters. <laughs> so we were we were talking about this off air before we started recording, and I was like, PJ, you know, this season, I don't know what's going to happen, just because this pandemic has has mm. you know worn on me. It, it really has to where it's like I just want to be through with this. And whoever's like not in that mindset, like I'm just going to do whatever to to get past this, sometimes annoy me. Well. It, it, let's not let's not jump ahead of ourselves because maybe okay, that's sure. something we're going to talk about. Sure. So I'll I'll fight back with you on that one here in a second. Yeah. Sure. 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 Well, anyways, how about we talk about a couple subjects today that maybe have been a, a little older or that are still percolating? Yeah. Uh, this episode, I don't know. I don't know how long it'll be. Maybe hopefully it won't be too long. But we're going to take just a small break here, gather our thoughts, and we'll come back to you with our first topic. And our first topic is Afghanistan. <gasps> oh boy! Yeah. So that that's been an interesting topic. Yes, it has. All right. So what do you think? I think. <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's a, here's a good here's a good uh, uh, yin yang for us too because you are very much, um, and I wouldn't say I'm against. So this is really weird. No. Never mind. I don't want to say this. No, you no. at one point. We're thinking about joining the military. That's correct. Yeah. As a chaplain mm-hmm. and kind of joining that that sphere. Absolutely. I have never thought of joining the military. I got you. But I know that you kind of have maybe a perspective there as, you know, that. Do you have relatives in the military? I do. All right. I, I don't do. have any relatives close, in the military. relatives. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have some friends, but not any uh, close relatives. So this Afghanistan thing is, is very interesting. It's kind it of up, blown up and... You know, there's some political ramifications and, and all these kind of things. So for those of you who don't know, we have been in a 20-year... Um, cold War, if you want to call it that. I don't know if it's cold. No, it wasn't cold. But. <laughs> I, and I wouldn't call it a full-out war, but no. some kind of uh, conflict in yeah, Afghanistan. Sure. Conflict is a good word. Yeah. Most most uh, outlets are calling it the... Tw- you know, we were in the war for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so we had troops who have been in Afghanistan for roughly 20 years now. Yeah. So what do you, I mean, what do you think? Of, what do you think of this? First off, what do you feel about us being in Afghanistan for 20 years? Uh, well, do you have an opinion on that or not? I don't know. Yeah. I understand initially trying to help them be able to govern themselves. I get, I get that part. And Was that, to that get wasn't them the initial thing though. Yeah, there's a lot of... Well, why did we go in Afghanistan? All right, so, yeah, we know that what sparked all of this was the dreadful 9-11 attacks, right? Which we just had the 20-year celebration of that. That's correct, that's correct. Or remembrance, it's not a celebration, sorry. (laughs) You're fine, you're fine. Good, 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 safe. So, (laughs) anyhow, so, yeah, that sparked it. And then there were the conspiracy ideas that there was maybe some battle for oil, 
and you know personal. Well, let's be honest. I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that was part of the motivation to secure some of that area. Yeah, well, we know sure. that the Iraq War was maybe a little bit more that way. Correct. That one, that yeah, actually had more fair. conspiracy on that level attached. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This one was definitely sold as the the terrorist attack nine. Right, paying them back, paying them back for what they did. Getting sure. back Al Qaeda and um, Bin Laden. Correct. So we go out there, and again, we we accomplished that mission, right? I think we should have started the process of helping them stand on their own two feet, you know? But we did. We thought we did. Okay. I mean, that's that's debatable, and that's that's one of the things where people kind of have, have maybe a little bit of thoughts on, on this, but... Yeah, it, it is debatable. But we were there for 20 years. Yes, but here's, here's the, in my opinion, mm-hmm. again, and this is, again, could be conspiracy driven but the thought process is we spent approximately 300 million per day wow in this war for 20 years for 20 years you got to be joking me no that's what reports are saying this that was, is un- this is from forbes believable okay? and this was uh posted on august 16 of 2021 an article that forbes wrote uh, said that the war in afghanistan cost america 300 million per day for 20 years oh my do you know how much that could help. Oh, listen. So in any area of a, domestic, anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> okay. So, so the thought process is this is very costly, and obviously this pandemic has brought and to light not to mention lives lost. Exactly. I think it was one hundred fifty thousand. I, I thought I read somewhere there were a lot, and um, we we could look it up here and just to confirm. But but the point is, there's all of this happening, you know, and. Shout out to all of our troops who went over there. And for those family members who had loved ones that went, you know, in tours over there, multiple tours, just thank you for your service. We really appreciate it. Um, and the, the thought process, again, is for whatever the reasons, obviously, this pandemic has demonstrated the financial woes also of America. And at $300 million a day, we had to step away. So, you know. Anyway, you you lean politically, this has been a hot mess. And we thought, you know, some would argue that we thought we left them on their two feet. And as soon as we left, look at what happened, right? So there's there's something to be said to that. Obviously, I am not a commander in the military, and I don't know the details over those 20 years, what took place and how it took place. But anyone would say that someone failed in this whole process. Well, what what process did they fail in? Well, let me before we stop. I want to I want to clarify. U.S. troops uh, killed were two thousand three hundred nine. Okay. Uh, U.S. troops injured twenty thousand six hundred sixty. Taliban members killed seventy two thousand. Mm. Afghan National Security Forces killed sixty five five hundred and ninety six. Mm-hmm. Afghan civilians killed thirty eight four hundred and eighty. Mm. Thirty eight thousand. So more Afghan. <laughs> Wow. Um, then U.S. troops killed and injured. Well, well, the point was there was a there was a, a, a treaty made, if I remember correctly, where they were not going to attack attack U.S. soldiers. Like that was not mm. what was supposed to be taking place. So the mere fact that we still got into the two thousands is still. But that could have been towards the terrible. beginning of the war when we were fighting. True, true. The terrorists. Yeah, sure. I mean, over time, there's still been losses, but a lot less. I think it was that first initial surge. Right. And this is U.S. taxpayer dollars spent two trillion dollars. 
So here's my point. In, in that, that would make a dent in the national uh, deficit. Uh, you think? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but again, my thought process is someone failed. I don't know who. Well, but failed on but, what level? We failed where? What? Okay, so if if we would if we want to say that we paid them back, we paid the Taliban back for you know we understand that they were the ones responsible for nine eleven, right? We paid a portion of them back, sure. sure. But then. If the goal was to make sure that ISIS, you know, and Al Qaeda and all these other terrorist groups um, didn't take over Afghanistan, mm -hmm. somebody dropped the ball somewhere. Because here we are stepping out. I mean, obviously, this is a process that started with Trump, right? And then what, what process of removing the troops? Yes, he set he set the he set right. a treaty. Started well, a I mean, treaty. Obama, and Obama Obama started it, and then it. They, they pulled some, and then Trump pulled well, more. Trump, no, Trump then, had set a date for full removal in May. Okay. that's He had set that date for him if he would have won the election. That's who he said May was going to be his extraction date of all the— So it's interesting to me because there's a lot of blame here put on Biden yeah. for the removal. And this was already set in motion and was actually supposed to happen sooner if— well, according to Trump, if he was going to stay in office. Right. And I do know that for a while this has kind of been uh, set, in, set in motion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So who, uh, and, and here's what I love about this, and what I mean by love is not love at all. <laughs> yeah, facetiously. Where yeah, the sure. blame game starts to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone, and, and it's down partisan lines, on every subject we're going to touch probably in the next uh, few weeks, it's going to be interesting how everything is down political and partisan lines and right. we, we're going to try to maneuver that as well as we can but i was listening to a podcast today that was talking about when all these subjects who they blame uh what's wrong it's interesting how everyone blames the other side and it's always down partisan lines on every subject we're going to talk about whether it be masks whether it be opening schools whether it be afghanistan and, and, and to me, that's a little maddening and sad that we can't look outside mm -hmm. of, you know, our partisan lines to, to, to see the bigger picture. Because to me, every person, every president down the line has had, is culpable, culpable? Culpable, yeah, you culpable said right. In, mm -hmm. in, in a certain way. First, yeah. Bush for getting us in there and keeping us in there and being entrenched in there. Yeah. If we were supposed to do the job we were supposed to do, which was technically to get al-qaeda and to to get bin laden really yeah. yeah now obviously bin laden didn't get ex exterminated till obama right, right but obama kept some of those policies in and mm -hmm. kept some of those things in that that kind of kept our troops there and part of that is them saying oh yeah we're trying to establish an afghan government mm -hmm. by the way 20 years is plenty of time to set a government up yeah. There is some problems there where perhaps they weren't really setting up this government. That's, and this is where, I, where my word, someone failed, my words, someone failed, comes in. Because you would think that after 20 years, mm -hmm. something was achieved. Now, granted, I am no uh, uh, guru mm -hmm. in national security and how military operations function. But if all it took was hours hours from the removal of the majority of our troops for the Taliban to come on in and say, we're here. S somewhat, I mean. Yeah, they started taking over real quick. It took 
more than hours to get in completely. But yeah, well, the president fled right away. Exactly. The Afghan president, the Afghan special forces did not fight. But here's my, here's my theory. They didn't care. Most of the Afghans didn't care. Most of the Afghans are yeah, of that Islamic um, ideology and religion. Yeah, yeah. So when the Taliban came in, a lot of them thought it was, it's probably like here, like maybe the major cities mm -hmm. had a little bit more progressiveness. Okay. But the countries where there was still, there were still Taliban all over the place. That's but true. the Taliban were probably biding their time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> waiting it out, knowing that at some point, hey, they can't stay here forever. Yeah. We'll just bide our time and take over when, when the time's right. Man, at 300 million a day? Come on now. And there's no way, there's <laughs> no way that it, that happening so quick that there weren't pe people on the Afghan, um, you know, armies that were just like, oh, I'm Taliban now. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. There had to be some deserters. Desert, deserters. Oh, I, to me, I think the majority of that country was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. We're going to deal with this, th these people now. We're not going to. Mm -hmm. Make a big stink about it. Well, because they have our ideology, yeah, yeah. religious ideology. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the problem. When you occupy a place for so long, mm -hmm. there's going to be a certain group that says, why are they here? Why are they still here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, that's a big part of it. The fact that we're in there 20 years mm -hmm. is the biggest failure because at some point, even if I'm a civilian, I'm like, cool. I like the fact that I have some freedoms here. Yeah. But why are they still here? Why are our people not running our country and and that my friend is w one thing that um a retired uh military mm -hmm. uh vet shared he did multiple tours in afghan and, and he's saying it, sadly it started to change mm -hmm. like initially we were sought as heroes the helpers you know we appreciate it and through time that deteriorated and gradually got to what you're saying now which is people were like, hey, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing here? You know, so. And what I find funny about this extraction is that both sides were starting to believe that we should leave the war. Yep. But when we left the war, <laughs> blame, the blame game will start. Now, I will, I, I will say this, mm -hmm. and this is going to be, because I'm not, I, you know, maybe you can read through the lines, but I was never a big fan of our, our previous administration. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just wasn't. I don't. So... I, but I do believe when it comes to the Afghan war, they're probably the least to blame. Mm -hmm. They inherited something. They were planning to get out. And I believed in getting out of Afghanistan personally. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't Same believe here. we should be there. No, me neither. Not this long. Now, finally, when, when Biden said, hey, let's get out, I actually believed in that, that, that idea of us getting out. Right. I will say that he botched. The exit. The exit. <laughs> he was, they did not think of, Wait, we're, we're exiting, so what about our people? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they, it could have been done better. And, again, I have family members that are... Yeah, uh, what, do you, what do your family members think that are in there? Yeah, yeah. Currently uh, involved and... Not to put words in their mouth, but no, what have your conversations they don't, they been don't, like? They don't, they don't, they don't, yeah. No, their, their security clearance levels, they don't mess with that. So I don't know much of the Oh, they the don't, details. they haven't talked to you about whether it was botched, whether they, they agree they with did, it? That they did. They, okay. they, they did share, hey, look, we could have done better. I mean, we left weapons behind. We left mm -hmm. a helicopter behind. I'm glad you said helicopter. I thought you were going to say uh, like a, a semi-curse word there and just keep going. <laughs> we left a helicopter yeah, no, yeah, yeah. amount of stuff there. Yeah, yeah. So, so 
we left the chopper back behind, right? Mm-hmm. And so trying to leave so quickly, this is stuff that can be sold to our enemies. Well, they have you know, access or to, to other it now. other countries, right? And they could they could uh, what is I believe the word is reverse engineer, yeah, um, our tech. So so these are things that we could have done better, uh, knowing that we were going to leave, and how to execute that to make sure that we didn't leave anything behind, right? And these are the kind of things that I like. You agree we shouldn't have been there this long. I agree we should have gotten out, but I also agree that we botched the exit. No, the we exit was we could have done much. it better. So how do you see this as as kind of as a Christian worldview? How do you think we should view this on a, on that kind of worldview? Because this one for a lot of people is is strictly political. They don't see the spiritual implications. They don't see the you know where this lands. There is. It, is it, do you have a view on that at all? Yeah, for me, it's 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 more that concept of wars and rumors of wars. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where I would place it. Um, the thought process is still the same. We're getting closer and closer to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's the beginning, middle, end, whatever it is, wherever you want, you want to place us, the reality is this is part of it. Mm-hmm. And what we were sharing earlier, just how cold we're becoming is also historical, mm-hmm. you know, biblical, in the sense that the love was going to grow cold. And I think that's what we're seeing before our eyes. Like, we are. it's more difficult now to find places and ideas and beliefs where we agree. Mm. It's like now we're finding more and more and more people we disagree with. Sure. On a myriad of topics, this being one of them. Yeah. And the next topic we're going to talk about is going to talk more about that. More than likely. So, well, because I'm going to, I want to try to remind me, I want to go back to the love of most will grow cold. Okay, sure. Um, on, our next, on our next topic. All right. But I do want to remind us that when we take a look at these political and world events. Yeah. I, I want us to, to stop always, stop and think about the spiritual implications here. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. To me, the first implication that I took out of it was all these people were fighting of whether we did it right, whether we did it wrong. Well, you if, if this president was in, it would have been done better. If this president was here, it would have never made this mistake. If this, no, we did it right. because And, and we start to get into these arguments and we're not looking at the bigger picture. Okay, Like, what's the bigger picture? Should we as a Christian nation been occupying a country for so long? Mm-hmm. Maybe you have an idea on that that differs from mine. I don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It shouldn't. I don't. It shouldn't. We weren't in there preaching the gospel. No, 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 no. no. We sure weren't. <laughs> and, and you know what? This, this, this also ties into, if you want to take, this is a religious podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And take us there. The, the thought process where the lamb was going to speak like a dragon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That concept. Mm-hmm. And we are the most... Um, dominant we have the most dominant military right and we're feared mm-hmm. in the world right yes we're a country that speaks about the freedoms of people who speaks about how wonderful our democracy is how wonderful these things and we take it serious yet when people don't agree with us we drop the hammer mm. so so again and sometimes we sometimes there's a need for that oh, i'm very uh, <laughs> i think the need is a lot less than we actually think mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i think as as a country sometimes thinks no we need to do what's right <laughs> like, well sometimes what we need to do is right is a little bit more based in patience and love well and- you know and, and and this is why again we're seeing prophecies play out mm. right before our eyes we are yeah. And something and then the second thing that hit me was as people were blaming other people for what happened wrong. Yeah. 
I, I had to remind myself to stop, take a look at both sides, take stock in what things are true and what things are not true. Mm-hmm. Listen, personally, I think we needed to leave. Mm-hmm. No one can say that was the wrong decision. Now, yeah. how it was implemented, I'm for sure that was wrong. Anyways, I, I want to, you know, to always kind of, when we have these conversations with people, once again, we always say, hey, look at both sides. Let's make sure that we're being fair to the whole conversation, yeah. but also being fair to what our goal is. And our goal is to, to point to Christ exactly. in, in all that we do. That's right. That's why we said we want to be a city on a hill. Yeah. Sharing the light of Jesus. Hey. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're after this short break, we're gonna get into another topic that is a little bit more localized. Closest home? Yeah, a little closer to home. And we're back. Oh, yeah. I wanted you to say it. Oh, why, well, thank you. I yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Trying to get back in the rhythm of things. Like, I know, right? I didn't even know what your signals mean. <laughs> so when I, uh, let's, Kurt, behind the curtain, when I point at you, Curcio, yes, yes, yes. I want you to talk. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here looking at him like, okay. And he's looking at me like, okay. He's like, come on, dude. Hello. Yeah, go, go. You go. You go. You say and we're back. Oh, man. So we're back. The next topic. Oh, okay. oh thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you for remembering. The next topic. Mask mandates. Mask, mask mandates, mandates and oh. and bans on mask mandates. Oh, <laughs> it's funny because when they say talk about the ban, I'm like, what are they banning? They're banning the mandates on masks. So are they banning masks? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't, getting tricky. Yeah, yeah, it's getting tricky. So schools back in session. Yeah, woohoo! And that's wonderful. Are your kids in school? They are. Are they enjoying it? They are. All right. Except my, when we make them wear masks. Oh, okay. <laughs> my kids are in school. And they were pretty bummed when the masks started to get back on again as the numbers yeah, increased. Yeah, they yeah. went back to masks at our schools. Not all mm-hmm. the schools have been doing it. Right. But it's a big topic right now in many states. Yes. It does happen to be more the red states are having a, more uh, conversations on this. Mm-hmm. And the conversation is on mask mandates. And certain states are banning mask mandates. Hmm. So banning schools from making masks mandatory Correct. to come to school. Mm-hmm. Where do you fall on this, buddy? <laughs> well, um, so 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 let me say this before we yes. dive too deep into this. Okay, mm, he's by the way, he said he might get really <laughs> angry today, so I'm trying to get it out of him. He is. He's he's so he's so probing. Yeah. All right, so so let me share this. If you do not know where our political uh, alliances or allegiances are, please listen to one of our uh, previous episodes uh, so you can go ahead and understand where we stand. But I'm going to just give a quick snippet so people understand that I am neither Republican nor a Democrat. I consider myself an independent. Mm-hmm. Okay? So these decisions that I make, I believe, uh, or where I stand, lie on just a lot of prayer and you know, investigation that, well, I'm a guy who likes to investigate stuff. So okay. anyhow, that's where I stand. PJ, I don't know if you want to share where your political uh, allegiances are. I, 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 yes, I do not like the idea of uh, being a part of kingdom, kingdoms of this world. There you go. So I try not to align with kingdoms of this world, but the kingdom of heaven. Well said. And that puts me in conflict with every worldly kingdom standard. There you go. So 
In other words, if I can decipher what you just said, independent as well. I I try my best. <laughs> okay, but but you are a. I think the word you used before I'm a, I'm a was recovering a Democrat. recovering Democrat. And I'm, I, I try to be social. I try to be politically agnostic. Lovely, yeah, politically yeah. agnostic. I like. That. In other words, I have no idea what to believe. <laughs> okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. If we weren't socially distanced, I'd fist bump you. All right, cool. Uh, but the, the thought process is, um, okay. So now with that backdrop, I'm in a place right now. Mm-hmm. where the pandemic has gone on so long mm. that I am at a place like, look, let's just do, I just want to do what I need to do so I can get past this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just band together and get through this because this is just extending too long. Like, it's just like, let's be done. Ah. So what do we need to do? What in your mind do we need? Because I know a lot of people who say that, but approach it from a different You're perspective. You're correct. There are those who say that we need to, like everyone gets sick, everyone's gonna get it anyway. So let's do herd immunity, right? There's that conversation. Or, or, or some people are. I'm just over it. I want to be done with it. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just let just let me live my life normally. Yep. There's that too. Okay. And then there are those who are saying, you know, get vaccinated, wear masks, socially distance. You know, mm-hmm. do what you have to do so this doesn't spread. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I lie. Mm. All right. God gave different wisdoms. Okay. And abilities to different people. Mm-hmm. You are not going to call an electrician to help you with plumbing. There are certain electricians that are good at plumbing, too. They might know that if they're trained or they have a lot of experience <laughs> in it, but they are not. Here's a better one. All right, go ahead. You're not going to call me okay, or me to do your plumbing because yeah. I would botch it up. Now, yeah. you might call me for to do a sermon. Yeah, so this is what I'm getting That's at. That's a much better analogy because... Sure, fine. Okay. So my point is, we have specialties. <laughs> we do. You're not going to call me to perform surgery on your kids. Nope, not, not, not one bit. All right, so, so this is what I'm getting at. God has given different abilities mm-hmm. to different people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard this before. There are those people who are WebMD doctors. Mm, like yes. that's where they got their doctorates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, their medical doctorates. And, and my thought process is this. I know... Trust is so hard to come by because people have been burnt by people who are quote unquote professionals. Okay. Okay. But my thought process is this. If a professional says you should do X, Y, and Z as it pertains to something they are an expert or professional in, I want to listen to them. And what's happening right now and the struggle that I have is I'm saying, I know there's no definitives in this world. Mm-hmm. The only definitive is that if we're alive, we are going to die. Mm-hmm. Just the Bible says that. If Jesus doesn't come back, we're dead. We're going to die. Yeah. Okay. So the living know that they shall die and mm-hmm. the dead know nothing. That's what mm-hmm. the Bible says. All right. So the thought process is if a professional rec- makes a recommendation, mm-hmm. more than likely it is for the good. And there are no certainties. The vaccine is not certain. However, it can help us get past certain things. And I'm like, let's just do what we need to do so we can get rid of this COVID thing. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you are pro or lean pro vaccine, pro mask when appropriate? Yes. Okay. And and now the mask thing is a whole nother ball game for me. Oh, man. All right. Because the mask thing for me... Mm-hmm. It's not about me as much as it is about 
you. Yeah, we, we've talked about that before on other podcasts. I'm, I'm more interested in this mask mandate in, in kind of the political sense of it because does, does the state, I mean, I guess they do, have the right to ban a local school from mandating a mask at their school. So right now, like, and the big, the big one is Florida. DeSantos is yeah. really on a, mm -hmm. a big hobby horse. Mm -hmm. And I think Tennessee is another one that's kind of big. And I think maybe Arizona. They're, I think Texas too. Isn't it? Maybe Texas. Yeah, maybe Texas. And they're fighting, put, they're fighting their local school boards and telling them, no, you cannot mandate masks at your own school, even if you feel like that's what's best for your school. Yep. Okay, here they are. Arizona, Arkansas, Iowa, Oklahoma, Florida, South Carolina, Texas, and Utah. Okay. Uh, so, and it's very interesting. Those those do tend to go one way politically, and they're, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make a political statement. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm just that's pointing not where we're out, going. We're pointing just, out these the are facts. Yeah, these are facts, yeah. So, the, and, and what's interesting is I, I heard a, a thing today. Well, I won't say, I can't remember the numbers, but it's, it's, pretty large a political kind of divide in those states right. on the numbers that that do that but the santos is basically telling people hey we'll just take florida for example hey you can't mandate masks in your school mm. even if you deem that to be what's best for you right well so so here's my thought process yes you have the freedom to choose how you're going to behave and if we're talking about separation of well, no, this isn't a church and state situation. I know I'm heading in the wrong Some direction. people think it is, though. Yeah, but but this is, okay. I, I heard someone the other day make that argument that this is part of the end times. Yeah, and, and, and this is, yeah, and, and the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Yeah, so so the thought process is. No, they didn't go that far. Well, that no, I've just, heard that That one. is not biblical. Yeah, but anyhow. So, so the, the thought process to me is the state has the right to do this. Because the that's their responsibility to oversee the people who live within their boundaries. You so you think it it's their right to tell the local school boards you can't do what you think is best for your okay, school system. Now 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 here's I do not agree uh -huh. with the decision. Right. But is it within their right? Yes. When you take money from an organization, mm -hmm. i.e. the government, right? For your operation. They are, You're kind of giving them the freedom. They are public schools, to, though, so they are technically run, funded. Yeah. So, so that's my thought process. Private schools, however, that are independently uh, supported and ran, can choose what they want to do. Sure. Well, here's something interesting, and here's an ironic thing, and I think I've pointed this out in other areas before. Uh -huh. It's very ironic to me that these are the red states. Okay. Because the red states tend to want less government involvement. Right. However, <laughs> they are asking the government to make a rule so that they don't have to wear a mask yes. if they don't want to. So they're saying, protect our freedoms by writing a law in and putting your nose in, which seems to go on con contrary to freedoms. Yes, it, it is a very, um, it, yeah, it's, a, it, again, it's, tricky. Tricky is the word a, I was it's using. It's kind of a an interesting uh, to wrap your mind around getting what you want. We want the government to be involved to make sure that we have the freedoms to do what we want, but right. we don't want government involvement. And, and, and there's another, there's a couple other things we'll be talking about in the future where yep. this kind of comes into that as well, when it comes to laws and the hypocrisy 
and the dualism that we have in our own minds. And, right. and I, I do too. I am hypocritical when it comes to certain laws and certain things that I believe in. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I'll admit it. Yeah, there are certain things that I do want the government to be involved in. And there are certain things I don't want the government to be involved in. Yeah. Th- that's the reality of it. I just want people to, to be, um, I guess, um, to have in- integrity. Yeah. Philosophical integrity. Okay. When it comes to these things. Because yeah. to me, it's like, it's so weird. And, and here's another thing. They want their freedoms. Yeah. And their freedoms is not to wear a mask. Right. That's how they interpret it. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get a little bit theological on you here. Go ahead. What is freedom? Mm. What is biblical freedom? (laughs) Because the Bible says when you know Jesus and God, you are set free. Amen. What, what, What are you set free from? Sin. Okay. Now, it's very interesting here because when we talk about freedom... We we never talk much about the Ten Commandments because the Ten Commandments are restrictions okay. that, in a way, in a way, take away your freedoms because they restrict you from doing certain things. So I'm trying to put this in the mask. So mm-hmm. if someone says, "Hey, wear a mask," no, it's my choice to whether to wear a mask or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, but as a Christian, I'm talking to you Christians out there. When the Bible says, "Do not commit adultery." Do you say, no, it's my choice whether I want, I mean, technically it is, but then you're not really being a part of the kingdom of God. Mm. The kingdom of God has rules and regulations and restrictions and mandates. Yeah, yeah. They are mandates to be a part of that kingdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But those mandates are actually freeing for the society as a whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was having a Bible study with the other person. I was like, listen, the Ten Commandments actually bring more freedom than restrictions. When you take a look at them, they're not actual restrictions. They are actually things that set people free. For instance, if no one stole, I would, could have the freedom to know that I can leave my things out. Mm-hmm. I could have the freedom to know. If, if, as a partner, I commit to not commit adultery and, and to honor my marriage, mm-hmm. my wife has a freedom Yep. An emotional freedom to know that I am not going to do something that's against her. Right. If I'm not going to have bare false witness, if I'm not going to kill. Imagine imagine saying, you know what, God, no, I can kill whoever I want because it's my freedom. I'm free to do that. Yeah. But for me, that's not freedom. For me, that's bondage to sin and fear and, and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so what we don't realize is that sometimes restrictions... <laughs> are actually freedoms Hmm. because it as a whole, it brings everyone peace of mind Mm -hmm. to know that we're being protected, that we're being in a safe place, that we we can all openly do the things that, you know, normal life. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the 10 commandments are. They're restrictions that actually bring freedom, more freedoms than they actually restrict. Yeah. That's another way to look at it for sure. Um, I've treated the Ten Commandments always after I heard this uh, notion as a result of love. Yeah, I've I've used that right? too, but right. I'm just using it for freedoms for this particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I get where you're coming <laughs> yeah, from, love. and 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 it makes you know it makes sense. But what the you're love sharing. principles good too. So continue. Yeah, no. So again, and this is maybe elementary for <laughs> for most people, um, but the thought process for me, just to simplify it, is. When we love God, we're just going to be able to keep the first four mm-hmm. because they relate on how we ought to 
basically engage with God, right? It's a relationship. Right. And don't, then, don't cheat on God. Don't don't use his name in vain. Yeah. You know, keep the, remember the Sabbath so you can yeah. rest. You know, Remember that the anniversary stuff. kind of thing. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And then the, the remaining uh, six is really towards man. Same mm-hmm. situation. If we love man, we're not going to do these things because mm-hmm. we don't want to hurt them. Right. The, the the challenge for me is, and I just heard this today uh, from another pastor who is who reminded me of the central focus of Revelation, which is basically, am I going to choose God's way or am I going to choose my way? Mm-hmm. And that's what's at the heart and core of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the thought process is choosing God's way is sacrificing myself, even mm-hmm. if it means... Wearing a mask that is uncomfortable to me. Sacrifice. Right? And and we're talking about the fact that I want to go and touch on this real quick, which is the love growing cold. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's that it's that dynamic yeah. playing out again. Right. Where it's like, it does not hurt me in one bit to wear a mask. Well, well some people might disagree with you there, though. Yeah. I mean, some people have medical <laughs> excuses for why they, <laughs> they don't wear masks. Okay? And they're entitled to that. All right? But my thought process is this, these recommendations, right? These mandates, quote unquote, that are coming out is to help us live through something that none of us have ever experienced before. And no one is alive to tell us how to get through. Mm -hmm. So people are trying their best. We would assume, again, trust is hard to come by, Mm -hmm. but we would trust the professionals that they are recommending the ways that we can accomplish this, right? So it takes me back again, back to the whole commandment talk where it's like those, if you follow those rules, you live a freer life. Yeah. And and here's, here's where it comes into a slippery slope for some people. Cause like, sure. well, the majority of the world thinks, believes in evolution. The majority of the world doesn't believe certain things about God. The majority of the world doesn't believe in the Sabbath day as the day of God. And right. that you should be keeping another day or it right. doesn't matter your day. And so there's going to always be a small remnant. So there's a small remnant who knows the truth about health and how these, and there's a f- couple of few doctors that know the truth about health and, 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 and here. So we need to make sure we stand up for what we believe in because how are we going to b- stand up for the other ones? But see, do? this is where the challenge comes in for me. And okay. now this is when I really start to lose my, yeah, bring it. my cool <laughs> a little bit. This whole thought of, okay, we need to have faith. Well, it's not more, I think some of them are saying it's more than just faith. Some of them are saying if we follow God's principles, right. we will be rewarded. It's not just about faith. If I follow God's medical advice for me, the, the eight princi- the right. eight steps yeah. of health. And, and, and that's or, where I was going. Uh-huh. Or stay away from the poisons of this, right. this um, vaccine. It's poisonous to our bodies. So prove to me mm-hmm. that someone who has followed all eight principles didn't get COVID. And if they got it, that no one has passed from it. Well, I personally do know of someone who followed the eight principles who was really super into that, who did get COVID and was in desperate health. I don't know if he passed away or not, but... But, but, but do you see what I'm saying? But this is but this is my point. It's, it's that whole... It's that whole superstition. Mm. Okay, and, and I know superstition is a, is a hard word to use. But it's that presumption Mm -hmm. that God is going to see me through because I'm doing what I need to do, okay? Mm -hmm. And and what gets me is God also gave us professionals to help. Gave us wisdom, medical wisdom. 
to manage these circumstances. Yeah. Okay? And and here's what gets me. Most, not all, most are also the ones that are pro-guns. They want the freedom. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before. Right, to yeah. tote their weapons. Yeah, yeah. Right? To, to protect themselves. To protect themselves. <laughs> but yet, I will not wear a mask. To protect myself. To protect not just me, because it's not yep. about me. This right, is what I'm right. saying. You're right. It's my neighbor. Because the mask, yes, and it's been, and, and I think I spoke to, to doctors about this. I've investigated this. It's more to keep what you have from giving it to somebody else than than somebody else giving you what they have. And and if if those of you who are anti-maskers out there, we know you can still get it with a mask. Yes. It's just an extra precaution. That's all an it extra is. Extra small air. And we're not being presumptuous to say, well, Lord, we want you to 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 watch over us because in the end then when he doesn't then we go, well, it was God's will. No, it was not God's will. No, it's never God's will for some. Anyway, let's not get into that. So, so, so here's a very interesting sticking point that I have here. We have... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm riled up over here. I'm yeah, oh, sorry. Go we, ahead. We, we have the people who are against masks for freedom. And then we have those who are, you know, pro, pro masks and for you know, health and otherwise. How do we balance this? Because, I mean, I, I understand the point where, hey, listen, they're telling us what to do. This is opening the door for end time events where they're going to tell us what to do when they don't agree with our spiritual thing. Right. I, I do want to say that that's in every aspect of life, though. We do have laws and mandates, yeah. and we pick and choose which ones we want to th say exactly. are against my personal freedoms. Right. And by the way, a, a, a public health issue is not a spiritual warfare thing. Just like wearing a seatbelt is not a spiritual warfare mandate. Most medical, almost every medical professional that I have talked to, and I have talked to some who are vegan, who believe in the eight principles, who are wonderful Christians, who are much more humble and, and um, connected to God than I am. Yeah. Amazing doctors who started off this process by saying, that's not that big of a deal. But who are now saying, no, this is a big deal. No, the vaccine is important. Masking is important. I, There are very, very few that are saying, <laughs> no, no, this is this is a hoax. Wow. Very few. I mean, mm -hmm. I have, I, I just, I don't, and ladies and gentlemen, it is not a spiritual, we are putting spiritual things on things that are not spiritual. And mm -hmm. he, he, here's here's another principle. Is your freedom to wear a mask more important than your spiritual gift to love? And this is where I'm getting at, mm -hmm. okay? Whether you wear a mask or choose not to, you know, that is fine. And by the way, I do want to pre preface. We know wearing a mask outside, not a big deal. We're right. talking about indoors, close thing, contacts. We're talking yeah, about yeah. the things we've learned. Continue. Again, again, I look. For those of you who are who are not pro masks, you might feel like we're just bombarding on you right now. That is not our goal. What we're trying to take the conversation to is to again, we're a spiritual podcast to the Lord, mm. and what we're trying to get at is this is a simple request to be loving to your neighbor mm. and selfless, mm. just enough for us to get through COVID. 19 that's what at least that's what i'm getting at i i wanted to get us through every part of life well 
Fine. Because if we can't handle a little mask, what happens when something bigger comes along? Well, the thing is, we're so busy trying to find the signs to the end mm. that we're missing out the responsibility to love. And and by the way, the, the love of most, the most will grow cold, is one of the signs of the end. Exactly. And I'm going to be honest with you here. Why I wanted to bring this up again is because these topics make my love sometimes grow cold. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. And this is <laughs> this is part of the, the reality. And I keep reminding myself, I have to love everyone, no yes. matter where they stand. Even and if you know they what? infuriate me. And, and, and guess what? <laughs> and guess what? We want you to show love by writing to us, diversityonahill at gmail.com, diversity with a C, because we want to hear from you. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to agree with us. And maybe you're infuriated too. Like I was just, you know, on edge for a little while here. But the point is, we want to hear from you. We're not offended. We're not upset. We're in this together. And all we're saying is we want to show Christ at all times in every way possible. That's what's at the core of what I'm trying to share today. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like, last time I checked, love looks like sacrifice. Mm. Where was sin ultimately conquered and freedom ultimately given to us? Access to the most holy place was at the cross. That's it cross was the sacrifice mm -hmm. that's it we'll end it there ladies and gentlemen this has been a, a big deep dive our first Ooh. one we've tackled two topics in the first one so yeah, we just hopped on the hill real quick. yeah yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> we just we just gave you kind of a double two for today just so you know if, if you need to you could turn this into two episodes or sure. whatever yeah so you know listen to this however you want to but we are happy to be back we're going yes, to try we to we're going to try to get back on this horse and be more regular we can't promise in every week like we were at but we will do our best yes we will to put something out there and we have some awesome topics in the in the pipeline yes we do. in the pipeline we are going to be talking about abortion Ooh, Ooh. not alone we are waiting for, for a female voice on that one by the way <laughs> or two. two yeah yeah that'd be that'd be good and we are going to be talking about, in the future, science and religion. Yes. And we might even be throwing in some flat earth stuff in there. Really? Yeah, yeah I, want to, I, want to, I want to dive into that a sure, little bit. Sure, a little Kyrie on there. Yeah, so we're, we've got a few things in the future, but we're hopefully bringing some experts in for those. So stay tuned. Our next episode might be a little lighter. I don't know. Well, who knows? Come back. Find out what we're doing. Sounds good. We're happy to be back. We're happy you are back. Yes, we are. Curcio, I'm happy to be sitting across from the table from Same you. here, my man. So are you going to bless us as we go? Yeah, I, I will do that. Please do. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time to converse. And as we get back into the swing of things, we just pray uh, that your spirit will always be leading us as Amen. we listen, as we talk. And Lord, if we've said some dumb things here, Maybe. we know that your Holy Spirit will guide and direct those who are listening yes. uh, to give them discernment as well as us. Continue to give us discernment. But most of all, give us love as we tackle tough topics, Amen. things that divide us. But instead of, Lord, looking for the things that divide us, may we look for the things that bring us together. And that is the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Amen. You can pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Diversity on the Hill is back. Yes. But for now, I'm PJ and I'm out. And PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.